This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any apps to listen to is always appreciated. People need to be a little less small-minded when it comes to the words they use and how they react to stuff. Because I tell people that I put limits on myself for a lot of different things. And they're like, oh my God, like, don't limit yourself. You just, you ruin your potential. And the thing is, putting limits on myself is not actually limiting. It's putting boundaries. It's putting up borders for certain things that I want in my life. It's like, it's a small thing, kind of like I put the limit of like, I only do social media for so long, even if it's just for my business. Or if I'm going to do like my freelance work, I don't, yeah, I technically work from home. I could be working like 10, 12 hours because I'm at home, but that's a limit for myself. But it's also for even the things that I do enjoy or I do want. Like I don't, I don't always sit down and read from morning to night because I have other things to do. Like there are times every once in a while I will, because I just, I need my brain to just have that complete escape. But I don't spend some of my days completely just pissing off like that for no actual reason. Like I like I like having kind of a like a plan to things. And it's not really limiting in the sense that I'm still doing good things for my time. I'm not trying to like I'm not specifically structuring things where like I'm only relaxed for like two hours and I have to do I have to be productive and everything. I'm not saying that. Like I, if I have my days off I'm completely relaxing and I'm, I'm completely enjoying stuff. Because the first point of that is that when it comes to limits is that you have a beginning and you have an end. And having that end is very helpful for those of us, especially who work from home, who work freelance, are in businesses. It's so easy to just keep running on and keep moving things, especially when your work is so close to where you live. Like it, it could literally be the next room over. Or you can have it set up on your kitchen table. It's just so easy to have kind of kind of easy thing where like, well, I can just do a little more here. Or like I've had times where I'm like, oh, I can do I can do a few more hours and just be working at the same time as cooking. And my thing, I actually enjoy cooking sometimes. And I enjoyed it less because I don't even remember what the hell I'm doing. Like I, I remember just enough that I don't burn shit and nothing starts on fire, stuff like that, but it's not I don't enjoy the cutting. I don't enjoy the smell that's coming out. I don't, honestly, I don't taste anything as I'm like getting ready. It's just, I taste it to be kind of like, okay, it doesn't taste bad. Or I, my brain's kind of like, it's, it's the same. It's good enough. Instead of actually kind of like, oh, I could, maybe this needs a little more salt. Maybe I want to add a little more herbs. Maybe I want to try putting lemon in this. And that's the thing. Like I didn't, I have too many things going on. And especially when it comes to having an end the stress is over because you have yourself kind of like, I'm done making this stuff. Like I made myself, um, I'm writing a fiction book and I gave myself an actual deadline. At first I, I went through like the outlining and I did kind of my first, first really bad rough draft. And then kind of did my first run through of it to be adding pieces and fixing stuff and making sure everything kind of goes together. But I gave myself an actual deadline to give to an editor and then they can do like the, that's called developmental editing. They make sure everything kind of goes together and give me pointers and stuff like that. But I gave myself an actual date of kind of, this gets sent out. I don't want to mess with it anymore. 
I need someone else to kind of look at it and give me kind of things. I, I can easily go in circles on certain things or I can nitpick certain stuff, which is very funny because when it comes to nonfiction, I don't really do that. Like I have like my points. Um, I had kind of like the personal stories, but I have like specific things, which is kind of a problem why I can't, I can't write as much when it comes to nonfiction because I'm like to the point done. But once I put that away, I had like my brain was just kind of like, okay, I don't have to work, worry about it. I don't think about it. I haven't thought about writing anything with my fiction for a few weeks and it was a good break. It gave me the space to work on my second website. It gave me time to work on my poetry like, I was still being creative. I was still, like, producing things for myself or for work and didn't still doing good. Second point is that having the limit of things is that you actually get things done because you're more focused on it. But you also have a point of, like, no, this needs to be done by this time. The same thing when it comes to, like, the limits of when you're in school. Like, you have... The end of the school year. So you've got to have your projects done by then. You know finals are coming up at that time. Like these little things give you a heads up of what actually is coming. You can actually plan for it if you want to or if you're that kind of person or not. But then you know it's going to be done. And whether or not you like pass or fail when it comes to certain things, you know it's done and then it's out of your hands. That's kind of my, that was the nice thing about me when it came. Once it was like the finals are done, like yeah, I stressed about it if I was like, not great at the subject or didn't feel like I studied enough. Yeah, I stressed about it until the, the test started. Then test started, then I was focused on it. But then once I left, I was just like, huh, done. Don't freaking care anymore. I couldn't do anything about it. Like, I didn't get how some of those kids would stress for hours afterwards and then would like email the TA or the teacher, the professor about certain things and was trying to like sway them one way or another. And I'm kind of like, I don't, honestly, I don't care anymore. Like, I would like to pass. That would be awesome. But I don't want to add any more energy, any more stress to myself because it's just, it's done. And that's the point of it. That once it's done, I don't have to worry about it. The same thing when I, I published my other books. Like, yeah, I could easily, easily have kept writing on some of those for months. I could have just kind of nitpicked certain ways of kind of, oh, I can rearrange kind of like this section with this section. Or I could add another story. Or, like, there's, there's all these different ors, plus, things like that. And it wouldn't have gotten out. But the point was just getting it done and getting it out there. And I I understand. It may not have been, like, literary masterpieces or anything else. But I'm proud of them. They're my first books. I've always wanted to be an author. And having that limit of just kind of, like, it just needs to get out there sometimes gave me what I wanted because now I can work on other things I can get better I can learn from what I did before because part of the process too of like the writing isn't the whole thing it's the marketing it's figuring out because I did self-publishing all the steps for setting that up the formatting all that shit so I kind of had to keep moving and the last point is having those limits actually helps you figure out what you actually want by giving myself limits on things, it gives me more space for other things in my life. Because like I said earlier, like, yeah, with my freelance work, I can easily be working from the moment I wake up and be doing things in between. Like, I've had times where we had, like, friends and family over for, like, a barbecue, but it was very laid back. I had my laptop out working while I'm talking to people because it didn't, it didn't need as much conversation or um, concentration with things. 
that was I, I did a couple other hours of work in between all that. But other times, no, I shouldn't be doing that. I should be just in the conversation if it's something like more intimate or more, more people that, I, that really want my conversation and want my full attention. And if I didn't have the, if I just kept working, yeah, great. It's good money. It's something I have right now. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be working on my next books as much. I honestly, if I didn't have the space, like I did in the last like four or five months, I wouldn't have actually taken the time to when I was doing some cleaning and everything else to find all the old poetry I've written. I mean, I have stuff from like the last 10 years and just rereading some of those things and I'm putting them in my old journal so I can keep them and stuff and going through kind of like, you know what, I kind of, I kind of want to make this into something. And so at some point I'm going to publish all those. I'm going to organize them all to make sure they have some cohesion. But I never would have known I wanted to do that if I didn't actually give myself the space to not just clean through things, but take the time to read through stuff. Like I, I, I try to make sure that I, I don't like hoard stuff that's not really important to me anymore. I don't hold on to things. Like if they have a sentimental value, they need to have a good feeling to me. It doesn't need to be a memory that I don't quite enjoy. So yeah, there were some friendship stuff that I kept for a while because I wanted the memory and up to now I don't need it anymore. Like I know I know I'll keep the memory or I found other things that would give me a better memory of it. Like for me, pictures are the bigger thing. But I got rid of like an old stuffed animal someone gave me from years ago because I didn't I didn't feel the attachment anymore. And I wouldn't have noticed that if I actually if I was so busy working or doing other things of kind of like, well, I need to do this. And just the idea of allowing myself to go through the things. Because my limit also was expanding. Where like I set myself up when it came to like cleaning out stuff. Because with all the moving I'm going to be doing, I want to get rid of a lot of things. But I didn't want to be like, okay, well, I got to get rid of like 10 boxes by the end of the month. And just grab their shit and just like, no, I don't need this. I don't use it, blah, blah, throw it out. I gave myself the time to look through things and feel whatever emotions I had. Because there were certain things that I was kind of like, oh, I forgot about this. It was actually really nice. Like I found a random card. I'm not a big card person, but I've kept this one since high school. And it was just... It's nothing like really, really special. A couple of sentences in there, but it was just something about it always made me feel so welcomed. It made me so felt so included, which was kind of a hard thing for me for my whole life is always feeling like I'm included with other people. And so I keep that card. I put it in a better spot. So I always, I know where it is and I can actually use it and see it more often. And if I want to, I can put it up somewhere else that I can see it more, even more often. But that was kind of the thing, like, that was technically a limit. That was the border I put around that stuff that I was going to give myself the space to feel the emotions that I wanted the things and and what I was ready to let go. Like, there's certain things I know I got to get rid of before I move, but I'm not ready to yet. And so I, I have that stuff sitting kind of off to the side, and so I keep going back and forth to it so I can feel whatever comes up. But that was kind of like my limit of like, okay, I know it's going to happen, but... I can't get rid of it yet. And that when I do go back to it, I'm only going to go back to it for like this 15 minutes to kind of 
shit, like sift through things, feel whatever it is, and then put it away. And other times I'll have the time of like, okay, I'll, I want to go through this for like an hour and then journal what I'm feeling. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to actually like set myself up. Cause my thing too, cause I don't, I don't want to get rid of things and then feel really bad about myself or, or be re- really emotional. Cause the point of the move is going to be really big for me. Cause it's, I'm, I'm going to be moving away, away. And I want to make sure that I have all the emotional stability I can. Cause I, it's going to be hard as it is where I'm going that I'm not going, I don't want to add like a really rocky foundation to where I'm going to go. I want to be as kind of stable as possible. So don't, don't limit yourself. I'm trying not to be cliche with the shit, <laughs> but like, don't hold yourself back because you're so afraid that you're going to miss out on things because you put boundaries, borders, limits on things that you do. Cause we all need them at some point. Cause that's how we structure our lives. That's how we get other things done. That's how we get the important things, the needed things that we don't really love. But also because of you put on these limits, you'll actually get stuff done. And you can move on to the other things, the more fun things, things you want to actually have the time and space to really explore. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon, where you can get more info, check out products. Hit me up on Instagram at the Introverts Bubble or Courageous Creativity.